the NBA shaken up by a mammoth trade, and we review an Aussie Hoops showdown over in the States. It's Tuesday, the 30th of January. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda, your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage, The Splash, with your host, Phil Pryor. Welcome in. You look impressed with that uh, sound. I'm loving that. Yeah, I'm absolutely loving that. He's got that sexy voice too. Shout, shout out to Lockie Hume, uh, the, uh, the voiceover dude. I always wondered what his name was. There you go. I'm going to find him. He's in three times a week, so send in your requests. Where is he? Uh, I don't know. He's. I want to meet him. Can you do my ringtone? Or like my message bank? That'd be awesome. Actually, that would You've be You've tried cool. to reach Tom Handley. <laughs> That's the first time on the Splash that someone has introduced themselves. So that Hey. <laughs> yeah. Arrogant. Uh, and welcome, <laughs> Olgan Ulich. Hello. NBA writer, of course, for Fox Sports. Basketball writer in general, of course. He does know a little bit about NBL and uh, other forget, stuff. Don't forget the WNBL. Hey, WNBL. Townsville Fire. Congratulations. <laughs> exactly. Uh, welcome in, boys. Yeah, we've got a big basketball uh, podcast because a huge trade went down today. Um, and there was an Aussie showdown over in the NBA as well. Ben Simmons took on Matthew Delavadova and Thon Maker. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, but boys, just quickly, whose voice is this? Scotty James has solidified his medal chances ahead of the Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang with an impressive run in the snowboard superpower X Games Aspen. Also, fun fact: I also look like Scotty James. So there you go, full circle. I don't know what Scotty yeah, James looks like. That is funny. Um, yeah, Tom Hanley, you put together that uh, video. Tom Hanley is a video producer here at Fox Sports, by yeah. the way, for the listeners out there. Yeah. Uh, Scotty James just. Uh, Destroying that half. It was except we and he ended up coming second. It was they described it as the best super pipe final in the history of the X Games. Here we go. Switch back twelve. Perfect. Even better than his first run, Craig. But is it enough? This is a gold medal run, but yet it may not be a gold medal run. <laughs> in every single you have to be near perfect and you just couldn't. That there has ever been contested on Earth, this would have the gold medal. Ayumu Hirano put down a 99 on his third and final run. How are the judges going to score this? A 98! Crushing. Just one point away. <laughs> it was pretty exciting. Yeah, it was a... Yeah, it was a good run. And the Winter Olympics are on pretty soon. 9th of Feb, they start. That's um, sooner than I thought. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, Scotty James is obviously going to be one of the uh, the leading contenders over there as far as the Aussies are concerned. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that uh, for sure. Uh, guys, quickly, a few headlines and then we'll get into some basketball chat. Tim Cahill just rejoined English club Millwall in a bid to be fit for, for a uh, fourth World Cup appearance in Russia, of course, a bit later in the year. Uh, former AFL Hawthorne star Josh Gibson roasts Bernard Tomic. That story is really moving the needle on the Fox Sports website. Worth checking out, of course. They're in the celebrity jungle. Uh, Jeff Horn and Terence Crawford has been confirmed April, 20, uh, April 14 at Madison Square Garden, of course, the American Terence Crawford. 32 fights, zero losses, 20-something of those, by the way, of knockout. An absolute gun. 
uh, and in the NBA, Blake Griffin, the Los Angeles Clippers star, has been traded to Detroit uh, along with uh, Willie Reed and Bryce Johnson, a couple of really irrelevant pieces. And going back Ooh, from Detroit okay. to well, the Clippers, Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, Boban Majanovic, Boban Majanovic. Uh, a future first and a future second. Huge trade, boys. And we'll talk about uh, the Huge. Ben Simmons, Aussie, Delhi showdown in a moment. But, uh, Olgan, was this a good... Who was this a good trade for? It was... I, I think it's a good trade for both teams, considering where each team respectively wants to go. Um, we're under the impression now that the Clippers are really willing to just throw it all away. They're, they're, they're running a file... Blow it fi- up. Basically, running a little fire sale right now and hoping to probably get LeBron in the free agency. That, that seems to be the direction that they're going. Wow. Uh, getting rid of Blake Griffin for someone like Tobias Harris, who similar from a production standpoint. Um, you know, you get Avery Bradley, who's a good perimeter defender. He's off contract, though, so you know he's leaving. That opens up more space for someone like LeBron. And presumably, they're getting ready to get rid of DeAndre Jordan and Lou Williams as well. Mm. Basically, just starting from the bottom again. And that's where the Clippers have been historically. And they're heading back there, it seems. I don't think they get LeBron, by the way. So, yeah, they'll be back there. I was going to say, he's not going to start from the bottom again. He's just going to jump. If he's going to go, he's going to go to another uh, contender with a couple of other very handy pieces. Now, there's a lot of LA Lakers love in the room. One of you is a fan. One of you owns like four or five players uh, in their NBA fantasy because we're team, both fans, yeah. Um, <laughs> both fans. <laughs> of the Lakers. Uh, and it, it seems like LA is a great landing spot for LeBron. Um, He's already you know, got a house Future there. opportunities. He, you know, he wants to get back into Hollywood, etc. So, um, you know, could that be uh, potentially where LeBron en- ends up? Hopefully, you would have to say, yeah. There's a lot of talk for it, cause, but then there's also the talk of getting Paul George as well, and do you, can you fit both of those guys on the same roster? That's the question. Well, I think seeing Paul George next to someone like Melo, someone like Russell mm. Westbrook especially, who just, who's just a ball-dominant monster athlete, that's basically what LeBron is. Mm. So them two together could work, whether you can make it, worth, make it work from a salary cap perspective, um, and just convincing them both to come to the same team and... Mm. Um, you know, presumably they both like being you know stars on their respective teams. So uh, it's doubtful that they both go to the Clippers. I also doubt that they both go to LA, even though they could sign two big name guys to max max contracts. Yeah. I don't see it happening just because I don't think LA is built to win right well, now. Well, PG's a local boy though, and LeBron's always said he wants to live in LA. Sure, I get that, but LeBron's thirty. You're going to turn thirty-five soon, uh, so Sneaky I imagine. Old. So I imagine he wants to win. Yeah, but you now. nab DeAndre Jordan, you get him, just move across town. We're doing Lakers? Across town, just across, yeah. Oh, the Lakers nab DeAndre Jordan. Room. Yeah, same locker room. They just, just you know, just change, just change the colors. In, just hide in the tunnel. Yeah. yeah. So, so you have DeAndre, PG, LeBron James, Brandon Ingram, and Lonzo Balls, you're starting five. That's pretty tasty. <laughs> it's very, yeah. That's, that's very tasty. It's very yeah, tasty. That's, that's, back an, to that's the, an ambitious lineup. So mm. back to this Clippers trade. <laughs> so yeah, we're getting off topic here. Sorry, I'm just thinking about the fan fiction right here. Have, have Detroit paid overs for Blake Griffin, do you think, giving up a future first and a future second plus those other pieces? Well, I'd say no because Blake Griffin just signed a five-year deal with the Clippers. And mm. so now he's essentially signed a five-year, $171 million deal with mm. the Pistons. Yeah. And with Andre Drummond on somewhat of a long-term contract, he's got a few more years left on his deal. 
you know, you have a, a great one of the best mm. front courts in the NBA right now, and then the ninth seed, they but can probably compete for that who to, else, to get in the playoffs. And who else do they have, really? The, they, they got, they've got they've got Reggie Jackson, who's yeah. a, a decent piece. I, I don't th- imagine he stays. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're built to win right now, but I think they have a good little core right there to try and lure other people because luring luring people to Detroit, the city, mm. is not as uh, not sexy easy. as luring no. someone to Los Angeles, the city. That's the reality of what Detroit, Michigan is. How much cap space would they have at the end of the year? Ooh, you, you're, asking, you're, you're yeah. digging too deep in the weeds, Tom. Yeah, exactly. That's a <laughs> tough question because do they have enough to get another... You know, I don't. I, I would doubt it. Mm. Yeah. So when does the trade period in the NBA finish? Ooh, again, uh, the, digging in the weeds. Feb 14 is the number I that, was, that I have in my head. Eighth. I think I Googled it before. I think it was the 8th I also imagine it's earlier than that because they are having it finished before the All-Star weekend which is one of the new things this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very soon, as in less than two weeks away. Yeah. So this has been the first major domino <coughs> to fall. Uh, what can that create now? I know we've gone down one path, talking about LeBron and, and things mm. like that and LA. Uh, what else might happen from here? Because it might only be a couple of weeks away, but plenty can get done in that time, you'd think. Yeah, the, yeah. the main one to look at is the rest of the Clippers who are on the block. Uh, once you know, now that Blake Griffin's gone, you have the rest of these guys who they have incentive to get rid of them. Now they've got rid of their their big fish. Now they can complete their blow up of their team. Mm-hmm. So look for DeAndre Jordan. Look at Lou Williams, who I imagine would want to go to a contender. Um, you know he's been one of the best players in the NBA this season. So you know they could probably get a lot for him. Um, so those two, I don't imagine the Cavs do much if they're not willing to get rid of that first round pick, which I. They're not willing to do that as long as LeBron hasn't been decisive about his future. Um, yeah, I, I doubt they do anything. So, yeah, basically just Clipperland and look at Lakerland too. Also, how much you read into the the tensions between the Spurs and Kawhi Leonard? I'm not too sure if he's really trying to find his way out of there. I, I, I wouldn't read. Yeah, I wouldn't read that yeah. much into that. Yeah. As in, I I, understand, I imagine that it's you know accurate that there are there is tension there. Mm. I don't think they trade him as no you'd as think the not. solution no. to that. Never. Yeah, I think he's just a little frustrated because he's had an f- injury for so long and he just wants to play. So obviously there's frustration there because you want to do your job. Yeah, that's just it's the nature of being injured. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think it's just that that frustration is just getting the better of him, and it seems to be coming out as tension that him and Papa and obviously the, the Spurs are just far too secure to yeah to even think about trading someone for a little bit of tension like that. Yeah. The 76ers were looking to bounce back from a loss uh, against OKC. They played Milwaukee today. Of course, Delhi and Thon Makers, Milwaukee. Um, ben Simmons, he was in foul trouble early. Uh, how did this game go uh, for Philadelphia, Olgan? So the Sixers started off really strong. Uh, they were looking very solid. Uh, you know, Joel Embiid wasn't playing, so it was Ben Simmons running the show, moving the ball really well. And then, you know, once once he goes off, they don't really have much to go to. TJ McConnell's not that guy who can take over a game. Um, Dario Saric is with that starting lineup, so he's not doing much um, once that second unit comes in. So, uh, yeah, the Bucks just had a, had a chance to get to run away with it. Giannis put up an, another monster game, you know, 31 and 18, 18 rebounds. Um, and, you know, Tell Matthew Delvedova made some big shots at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying he led them to victory, but you know he yeah. played a big he played a big part in that game. And Chris Middleton is you know a really really solid player. I I, I don't get to watch him much because I I almost exclusively watch Sixers games now. Mm. Um, <laughs> but Chris Middleton is, is a really solid I think guard. He was Eastern Conference Player of the Month or Week or Month. I can't remember which. 
I imagine he was the Eastern Conference player of the week at yeah. least once. Mm. Uh, but no, he he was great for them, and um, so was someone like John Hanson. And yeah, it, it was a it's a tough loss for the Sixers because you know the, the Sixers and Bucks are locked off, locked in in that that playoff race. Um, the Bucks, I think, the sixth seed. Sixers are the the eighth seed, and with the Pistons getting Blake Griffin now. Things could really tighten mm. up at the end when, of that Eastern Conference race. When did race. they stop resting Joel Embiid and just let him play? The, the I was under the impression that this was the game where they would play Joel on yeah. back-to-backs. Yeah, I imagine it's coming soon. I uh, think so. It, it has to, considering if you if you want to be a playoff team, yeah, they, you have they to have a dude who can play back-to-backs. They pushed him pretty hard in their last game against OKC. Like he refused to come off the floor a couple of times, and True. I think he knew because he was going to be he wasn't going to be playing the next day. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, "Yeah, screw it. I'm just gonna, yeah." yeah. The, um. On the Bucks, as you said, they're sort of jostling in and around that sixth seed at the moment. Uh, Olgan, how has their season gone and, and how have uh, Matthew Delavadova and Thon Maker contributed? Uh, not, not to the extent that we were maybe hoping for. Both come in, they give you between you know, 15 and 20 minutes off the bench. Neither are producing out-of-this-world numbers. You know, Every 10 or 15 games, you might have a an explosion from one of them, whether it's Don Maker doing stuff on both ends or even Delvadova doing stuff on both ends. That was today for Matthew Delvadova, who mm. hit some big shots at the end, got a, a really big steal toward the end as well. He played the passing lane really well on Ben Simmons and uh, went the other way, hit two free throws. But yeah, they haven't been exciting, uh, but they've just been very solid for a you know a middle-of-the-road playoff team, which is you know a decent spot for both of them to be. Delhi already got paid. Don is technically, for the next few years, paying for playing for a paycheck. Yeah, well, uh, and we kind of know what uh, what Delhi's ceiling is, I suppose. We we saw him at Cleveland win a championship, but what about Thon Maker? Um, should we remain patient uh, at this point, or is it time to maybe start concerning that he's not going to live up to you know some expectations? Yeah, the expectations on him were extremely high, far too high, considering mm. he he had the, the mixtape expectations. People yeah, saw his yeah. mixtape, they thought, oh, he's Kevin Durant. Mm. He's he's this person, but he was never that. He was always going to be a an energy big guy who just runs, who just rim runs. That's who he was. If he can hit the the, the uh, pick and pop three, that's even better. He will get paid. The, the reality is, a, a seven foot one big guy with mobility who can rebound is going to get paid. I don't think he's going to be a you know a superstar or even a star for that matter. He'll just be a very solid, you know, run of the mill big man of the NBA for however long he he lasts. What about a starter? He can be a starter in the NBA, okay. yeah, for sure. I, I mm. don't think he's ever a one or two offensive option for mm. an NBA team. He needs I don't to put think some that ever happens. First, that's for sure. He, he has can't control the, the paint. If he, he's, so that's you know, the thing. He, he has put on a lot of muscle, yeah. but just the nature of you know a, a Sudanese people is just that the nature of their biology is that they they can't put on muscle. Like, yeah. for example, someone whose heritage is in Nigeria It's just the yeah. reality of yeah. the way yeah. African nations work sometimes. So yeah, I, I don't think he can put on too much muscle without losing that mobility. Okay, fair enough. Olgan, uh, you were on the splash last week, of course, to talk up your exclusive interview with Ben Simmons. Of course. Uh, and I understand that is actually going up on the website tomorrow. That's correct. We've been working really hard since we did the interview and then in the time between that to you know, make this as high quality as we can, you know, to, to fix up, every, every, make every little thing perfect. And it's taken a lot, a lot longer than I would have hoped. But tomorrow is the day. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Uh, and <laughs> yes, just depending yes, you know, depending on <laughs> no, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, and yeah, I, it's it it should be a, a good little product. There's not you know massive breaking news in there, but he he gives us a lot of interesting lines that I, I think are, are new and 
Um, we will learn who Ben Simmons is a little bit more. Oh, def- definitely. Yeah. The, the thing that I wanted to do, and I, I said this last week as well, is I wanted to have a conversation with Ben. I didn't want it just to be a typical one-on-one newsy interview with him. Um, and so you see him get a little feisty, get a little... Uh, he's a little pest sometimes. <laughs> him and I go when we, him, him and I go at each other, and it was a lot of fun. I hope you get to see you know who Ben Simmons actually is, as opposed to kind of the manufactured media. Yeah, because he's often train. quite coy with the media. He doesn't really give him a lot of personality there. Yeah, really and the real yeah. side of Ben. Yeah. And again, we spoke about this last week. It's just the nature of being who he is yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, my hope was to change to get to get something different from that. And I think we did, and I hope everyone sees that, and I hope everyone enjoys it. Nice. Well, make sure you head to the Fox Sports website, foxsports.com.au, Wednesday to check out that exclusive feature involving Olgan Ulich, basketball writer for Fox Sports. Uh, boys, thank you very much for joining us. And Tom, I'm sorry I dragged you away from the, the free cake <laughs> that was on offer. Yeah, um, I miss cupcakes for this. I'm devastated. <laughs> they look cupcakes. really good too. They were like Windows cupcakes. That's when you get the good stuff. But I do have to congratulate <laughs> you. This is your second splash appearance. Yes. And this time you didn't swear. I didn't swear this time. <laughs> I didn't swear. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they laughed at you before they could. <laughs> uh, it hurts. Well done. Well done. Thanks for joining us, Tom. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you, Olgan. Thank you, Philip. Uh, and thank you to our subscribers. And listeners out there will be back uh, throughout the week, of course. AFLW and BBL Action 2 uh, preview. Um, but until Wednesday, uh, that's a wrap. <laughs>